1: Today, we're in chapter four of Isaiah, verses two through six, as we continue through this book, where there is both a message of God's judgment to his people, Israel, who have fallen away from their covenant, they've been disobedient, and also a message of hope alluding to the fact that God is going to preserve a remnant of his people. In chapter 1, verse 9, it says, the Lord of hosts is going to leave some survivors through all of this, and this remnant is going to be a faithful group of people who eventually bring Jesus Christ to the earth. And then Jesus Christ, through his death, resurrection, and people putting their faith and trust in him, is going to allow people from every tribe, tongue, and nation to be part of God's covenant family And this small remnant relative to the entire population that's ever lived on the earth, this small remnant will experience great blessings and great future based on what they receive in Christ from God. So here we are in chapter 4, 2 through 6. In that day, the branch of the Lord shall be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the land shall be the pride and the honor of their survivors of Israel. This is referring to Jesus Christ, this branch of the Lord. Of course, this is written before Christ came, so it's it's talking about the coming of the Messiah eventually, and then it's going to skip forward here and talk about what it's going to be like in the new heavens and the new earth after the time period that we're in is completed and eternity with our Creator and with Christ has ensued. Verse 3, "'And he who is left in Zion,' and remains in Jerusalem shall be called holy everyone who has been recorded for life in Jerusalem when the lord shall have washed away all the filth of the daughters of zion and cleansed the blood stains of jerusalem from its midst by a spirit of judgment and a spirit of burning and this is referring to what we've been talking about the last couple of days which is god is going to punish these people for the sins they've committed and it's used references to burning, it's used references to judgment, but all that's going to be cleaned up in the day that comes after the Messiah has established his reign and his rule, after the new heavens and the new earth have ensued, when those who have been recorded for life, talking about eternal life, those who through Christ have been redeemed to God and are his forever. That's when this is going to take place in verse five. Then the Lord will create over the whole site of Mount Zion and over her assemblies a cloud by day and smoke and the shining of a flame and fire by night. For over the glory, there will be a canopy. There will be a booth for shade by day from the heat and a refuge and a shelter from the storm and rain. And this is just alluding to what it will be like in that future kingdom, there will be people who have trusted Christ. They will live forever. They will be free and protected from any and all distress. Other places in Scripture talk about there will be no mourning and no tears. This is going to be a glorious place. And the clear message that Isaiah is pointing out is that despite the judgment that is going to come, and despite the fact that many people are going to be swallowed up in that judgment, why? Why? not because God just loves swallowing up people, but because sin cannot go unpunished. And unfortunately, many people who are rebuked by God, who are disciplined by God, who are told by the prophets to turn from their sin and repent, many of those people are going to be unresponsive. They were in the Old Testament, unresponsive to those warnings. And as Isaiah is foreshadowing throughout this book, they're going to be taken over by the Assyrians, by the Babylonians. Many of them are going to fall by the sword and God's going to preserve a few of them. He's going to send them back to Jerusalem in that day and age to reestablish the temple, to rebuild the wall, the identity of Jerusalem as a city of God. But it's also talking about the same kind of general concept as it applies to the new covenant, and that is that sin will not go unpunished, but those who find their shelter in Jesus Christ, the one who was the perfect law keeper, who provided a perfect sacrifice to satisfy the penalty that is due all of us for sin, namely death, that Jesus Christ who rose from the dead, defeating sin, death, and the power of the devil, he is the gateway by which those who are designated, who have been recorded for life in Jerusalem, as it says in verse 3. He's the one who through his sacrifice, through his perfection, we can stand holy and blameless before God and exist with him in the new heavens and the new earth forever. It's just remarkable to me that this book, written 700-ish years before Jesus even came on the earth, 2,700 years before where we're at right now, is full of prophecy that was fulfilled in the coming of Jesus Christ and prophecy that still has not been fulfilled that we await, but we can be sure of because he was right about the prophetic messages regarding the coming of the Messiah, and he is also right about future days that we have not seen yet. Lord, will you help us? to fix our eyes on that which is steady and firm and secure and strong, namely your word as we're reading it here. And even more than your word, the word, Jesus Christ, the one who came and who provided a way for us to escape your wrath, to escape your punishment, to be redeemed and forgiven. And we look forward to that day. When these things that we're reading about are actually happening before our eyes and we're experiencing them firsthand, what a day that will be. It's hard to imagine. But as we live in this world, things are just messed up. Truth is being shunned. Christ is being mocked. God is not something that many people want to take seriously. Will you help us to be ambassadors and representatives for this message, for this truth? so that others who don't know you yet would come to know you through our witness, through our through our activity. And we would be eventually reunited with you and those who have faithfully gone before forever in heaven, amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts.